Welcome back! Round three. 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 Yeah. It's Rose and Aaron here. Uh, we're watching Friday night's game. Giants versus Western Bulldogs at Etihad. No, Marvel. It remains Etihad to me. It's still the Telstra Dome. I think that was the best name. The Telstra Dome. I like the dome part, but I don't like the Telstra Dome. Welcome to, to the dome. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, we're watching the footy's newest great rivalry, correct? Yeah, yeah. well... Th- in your opinion? No, no, I might. Not necessarily. Don't you be no, putting just, words in no. my mouth what on you talk- <laughs> No, <laughs> we had it. Erin and I had what eventuated into somewhat of a heated discussion about <laughs> the, the bias of Melbourne clubs in the AFL because we were talking about Connor McKenna when he got corona. And I thought... Was that how it came up? Yeah, because we were saying, you know, like, it's maybe they'll have to move all the Victorian teams into oh, state because yeah, right. that seems to be, like, the only place where there's a risk where it's going to get interrupted. Mm. And then you were like, yeah, fuck, fuck the Melbourne teams. Like, that time they got brought off their little perch. I have a lot that I could say to you right now, but I don't think we should get into that <laughs> again on the podcast. Because I was actually mad at you. <laughs> I know you were actually, but I wasn't really upset I know, I know you weren't. I was just frustrated by your opinion, which like obviously you have every right to have, but I just wish that it was different. <laughs> I wish that yeah. you didn't have rights so I could tell you that your opinion was wrong and, and you accept that as the truth. Well, obviously I'm going to be less inclined because my team is from Melbourne. Yeah. And I want the best for them. It, um, but, but as of today, there's going to be a Western Australia hub, so everyone loses, basically. Right. No one wants them to be in Western Australia. I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw it. I got, you know, when you get the like notification from the AFL app, and it's like... No, I turned off the notification. Uh, well, sometimes they're useful, as in this moment when it said they're preparing to do the WA hub and they're going to have 60,000 people at the Derby or the Derby or whatever. Um, That's a lot. That's even that more than Adelaide Oval has. I think ultimately it's better than Queensland though. Except for the time difference, which I don't know why that would be an issue, but I feel like it is for me. Maybe. Maybe it's because I'm incredibly picky and I like to have everything my own way. This is the part where I <laughs> jump in and negate all you. Well, I think it's very unfair advantage for the Queensland teams to have it because it's like the only place where footy's played with like a tropical climate yeah um so is that why they're so because why are they actually wanting to is that the reason they're wanting to change it i think they're just kind of spreading the love yeah right because um well west coast are really unhappy up there Um, oh really the adelaide teams haven't really been there for very long adelaide was like they were i mean port adelaide was like it's a hotel we've stayed in that a thousand times everyone gtfo i get the fuck over it yeah but they've also only been there for like six days oh my god who's that that's Ed Richards. Ed Richards looks like Ian from Big Brother, but if he was redhead. I do not watch that show, but that's Lou Richards' grandson. You know what's crazy? You know the famous commentator, the famous ex-Collingwood guy? Uh, I don't know. You know what's crazy about Ian from Big Brother is that not only does he look like this guy, number 20 for Bulldogs, he also looks like my sister's boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> I relate to that experience because I'm someone who, like, once a week, and this is not exaggerating, I swear, once a week someone comes to watch me and they're like, you look so familiar. Are you this person? And it's like, I'm never that person. But people always mistake me for someone else. So I relate to Ian from Big Brother and Ed Richards. But from it's Bulldogs. only you that is comparing him to all these other people. But you don't, he, might, he might also get that in his, <laughs> in his life. So basically me and Ian, one and the same. <laughs> cut from the same cloth. Um, speaking of Big Brother, I think no, Dan... No, it's going to be about football. I swear I bring it back. I think Dan Gorringe is the new era of commentator. He's so funny. I don't watch the show. I know, I but 
my dad and brother don't watch the show and they knew about him being funny because apparently he was like giving side commentary on Brownlow night one or like draft night one year or something. I just think we need like funny commentators, not these idiots who think they're funny and take yeah, themselves so seriously. I completely agree. I think that there should be less just that ex-players. Because yeah. no one wants the ex-player perspective. The actual player perspective can be interesting. Mm. The the like journalistic perspective can be interesting, but like the fresh ex-player who like yeah. isn't actually talented at <laughs> what they do. Yeah. I, I feel like BT's kind of an exception for me at least because well, he's like more of a commentator than he was a player. At I mean, point. I feel like, yeah, that's, I feel like we had this conversation recently and I, I was saying like, just because, like, if you played footy 20 years ago, there's no reason that you would know more than someone who's watched footy for 50 years, like, attentively. Do you know what I mean? Like, your playing experience is not fresh and are therefore relevant to the conversation. So you're basically just someone who's watched a lot of footy. And, like, there are a lot of people with, like, journalistic integrity who've watched a lot of footy for 40 years. So just because you played 20 years ago doesn't make you, like, qualified. Yeah. I think playing in some capacity is important, but it doesn't need to be at AFL level necessarily. Like a lot of the sort of like larrikin types like um, Mick Malloy and Sam Pang and stuff yeah. they played like in juniors. So it's like they understand but the plays but and like what it's but like you can to be uh, on the pitch. But I don't think it has to be like if you didn't play AFL football and not, I mean, at league level, just like in general, like I didn't really play footy but like I feel like I still get it you know what I mean it's not it's not fucking rocket science like I don't I think you could just like a general sense of what team sport is and like playing sport that you can kind of put two and two together I think the the actual running commentary you don't need to have played necessarily but if you're like the analyzing special comments person because so often that's like all these little structures and like how they defend space and stuff which like I don't notice when I'm spectating yeah until but, it's pointed out but me. you could if you like started to think that way it's not because you didn't yeah. play afl that you don't think that way but i think like daisy pierce and what's jimmy bartell those we, are we my, don't speak of him well he broke my mother's heart we can if, if we can speak about <laughs> wade carey we can speak about jimmy <laughs> he's not on the same spectrum um those are my two favorite special comments because they say stuff that isn't just like the blatant obvious or the classic of like Cameron Ling being like now I'm only guessing here yeah but (laughs) to reiterate I don't know what's Um. going on (laughs) no the point was that we were saying that the Giants well actually I was oh yeah that's how we got onto this one of the reasons well there's so many Melbourne clubs and they've all been playing each other for so long so there's all these rivalries that these big draw games like anytime Carlton, Richmond, Essendon or Collingwood play each other that's a big game it doesn't yeah, but it's the... only like I know I understand your point. I do understand your point, but that only gets the attention it does because of the the decision to put the attention on it from the media as a whole. Like they build the they hype. The, so much of that is about hype. Like yes, they get the big turnouts, but like so much of that that's a decision to be like put the energy into making that like a rivalry that people follow and people care about. Whereas like no one gives a fuck to do that about like Sydney and Frio. Yeah, because it's a different kind of play. It's like the showdowns. Like, Port and Crows both know, play better at but the showdown because I know. the stakes are higher. So it's like those games because I, it's I know. just like but, ingrained in that way. But I I just think that, like, um, I've completely lost my train of thought because I started watching the game. Okay, I guess we'll leave it at that because I forgot what I was going to no, say. <laughs> I wasn't finished. Oh. So remember I was saying that actually the one good thing about the Giants and the only good thing about the Giants is that 
because Bruce McAvaney said at the start of this game, he was like the greatest interstate rivalry. And they were saying how there's like no yeah. interstate rivalries and like this Western Bulldogs and Giants is like a game you want to watch because you know it's going to be really fierce and fiery and shit in a way that it's like it can eventuate anyway, but you don't expect Frio versus Sydney to come out wanting to kill each other. I don't, I think that your base argument that the reason Melbourne clubs get more attention is because they have more rivalries is not true. Not wholly true. That's not all there is to it. Yeah, no, I know. I'm grumbly. I knew we shouldn't have gotten into this conversation. You brought it up. You brought it up. I did not. You said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said, isn't this the biggest rivalry? Yeah, but you did. Look, let's just let it go. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> Rose one. No, you, no, fuck off. That's actually really fucking annoying. Now you put me in a bad mood, so this podcast isn't going to be funny. Obviously, that's exactly why I said it. <laughs> Rose two. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm so happy Lin Jong is playing again. Me too. I really like him. He seems so sweet. He seems chill. Oh, I really wish Bailey Smith wasn't such a wanker on social media because I want to like him because of his cool mullet. His horrible mullet. Yeah, but like... You just know he like listens to Sticky Fingers. No, he just like posts a lot of like shirtless photos like all oiled up and shit. But with like a film camera effect over them, which is confusing in a lot of... So it's like he's trying to make it like an alternative post, but it's like you're an influencer. What, like, you, what would you do? Fuck going, boy what content. would you do if you found out that after all this time of me saying I don't have social media, I actually had a secret Instagram account that was like just me posting like OnlyFans pics. What's OnlyFans? A private account that people pay to get nudes like i would have like oh i'd be very surprised (laughs) by that (laughs) very out of character um i don't know what to make of all these teams this season i'm confused i know we both got three out of eight for our tips this week well three out of seven really oh no eight sorry because the ninth game didn't happen yet. No. Which is like, and now he doesn't even have Corona after all that. Yeah, but you've got to be... No, I know. I'm just saying, like, it just shows, like, what a fallacy this whole season is. It's like, it's so close to crumbling at any given moment, even over nothing. Yeah, but then as it turns out, the the health people are, like, pretty lax on what's to find as close contact. It was only one other guy that has to mm. isolate because they wrestled or something. I was like, okay. <laughs> I would love to have been the person who had to, like, go through all the footage and just, like, see how close... Zooming in and seeing how close they get to each other's mouths the whole time. <laughs> well, the best part about like all the the news updates on telly and stuff would be like, uh, Connor McKenna has tested positive for the coronavirus. Was the little like five second clip that they used to show it was him like snotting, doing like a bush. What's it called? A bush hanky. Aww. He's just snotting onto the ground, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, how are these people trusted not to get each other <laughs> when they're just like spitting on the floor all the time? And, like <laughs> another great. Haircut on Aaron Norton. I feel like he looked better with it because he's yeah. got the curl. You know he's like twenty. He looks quite old. Yeah. Norton. Norton. Norty. Yeah, me sing. Bulldogs are hard to pick because like just before I was um talking to Annabelle and she she goes for Sydney and she was like, oh like I think we'll definitely win. Bulldogs are bad this year and I was like, oh hey they just beat the Giants. You're like there's no I don't know what's going on. Well, everyone's I feel lost like, except our two yeah, teams. But I feel like the playing field is just like, there's no like advantages for anyone at this point because the whole it, year has been so kooky. It's like reset. I think it comes down to how much you can like psych yourself up for a yeah. game. And now everyone's like up the Gold Coast Suns' ass. Oh my I'm God, still, I know. I'm not this, convinced but it's like, it's like I read some tweet that was like, it's so exciting to see, blah, blah. I was like, literally don't kid yourself. 
Yeah, and now there's like Matthew Lloyd. He does that like access all areas with Damien Barrett, yeah. and he was like, and he actually says some good stuff. He seems like he's one that I like because he coaches a lot of mm. um, team yeah, teams. Yeah, I think the coaching so he's got, like, perspective some is good, some good insight. Coaching perspective is more interesting to me to listen. Yeah, to. especially because they like simplify it a lot. Yeah, they like because they have to explain yeah, it to the players as well. This, huh? um, <laughs> but he was like, hopefully now that like with the fixtures coming in week by week, Gold Coast Suns will get some Friday night games. No, like, no, no. Oh my god! They lost a pool by a hundred points yeah. two months ago, and they beat the Crows. Like, and who was the other one? West Coast, uh, who famously yeah. play terribly in Queensland because of the moisture <sighs> when they are kick mark boys. What did you think of um, Port's games last weekend? I thought Port's game was excellent. What was I doing? Oh, I was having a total breakdown at the same time as the game was on, though. You know, oh ball, yeah. yeah. Um, but from what I, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> so I did actually have to take myself away from the, um, living room where we were watching the game to cry in my bed. But, um, what I saw of it before that was very, very promising. Very sad about Xavier Dersman though. It's only three to four weeks. Yeah. That's what I thought originally. And then my dad was like, it could be career ending. And Ned said, because, um, he wasn't icing it, that it was like off the bone. For off the bone, usually it's higher up. The longer recovery right. is a higher hamstring. Because not, not that I am by any means an expert right. on the matter, but um, well, yeah, because yeah. like I guess the scary thing is it's like once people do one soft tissue injury, they yeah. tend to be really prone to them. And I just feel like I just we may remember my ongoing struggle with being unable to ever see Darcy Moore play because he does yeah. three hamstrings a year. Yeah, I thought there was lots of brawls in this game. Yeah, there was in the first half. I think there's a big one soon. I certainly hope, because it's the classic Matt DeBoer. They went straight for Bottom Pelly when they started the game, which is like, obviously they drew blood on him in that last uh, qualifying final that they played. Why would they go for Bottom Pelly? Because they're jealous. No, it's because, oh, what they did do at the start of this game that like was really odd and has apparently, and I'm putting finger quotes up for those that cannot see, um, divided the AFL world, was that they sent Nick Haynes to do the toying class. Coin toss. Instead of... Ha ha, you said coin toss wrong. <laughs> I know, right? but I couldn't figure out how no, I said it I. wrong I was for like, a minute. Oh. I was like, anyway, why is that bad that they did that? Well, because he wasn't, he's not the captain. So Stephen Cornelio is the captain. What's the problem? So they, everyone thinks that they did it because um because Marcus Bonchampelli accidentally fractured his larynx. Oh really? Remember that when they like the medical report came in too late. Oh my so god, that's any so dodgy. It's kind of a bit so that it was like a psych out to Marcus Bond. Yeah, but like but, he obviously didn't care. But you know how to ask Marcus Bonchampelli is the hero of the AFL. He's the perfect man. Yeah. Do you think? To the Giants and their supporters, Marcus Bontempelli is the villain of the AFL. I don't see how you could know. But see, no, I because to... he's not a dirty player. He's not like. But I used to think about when I was like a kid and reading Harry Potter. I would think deeply about this. Like, does Voldemort think like he's the bad guy? And if he thinks I'm the good guy, does he think Harry's the bad guy? Because like objectively, Harry's not a bad guy, even though he is Voldemort's nemesis. So like. If you're Voldemort, are you thinking that's the evil side? Or, like, what do you... Do you have see no distinction between good and evil? I don't get it. I think that if you consider yourself to be good when you're trying to execute world domination through force and also the genocide 
attractive then like you need to see yeah but they but, but they see it well yeah but it's like a moral thing of like we're bringing purity obviously i'm not trying to endorse like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to endorse um nazis or anything but basically what i'm getting at is how could anyone ever think marcus montempelli was the bad guy um, what else happened this round that you want to re reflect on? My team won. Um, same as the draw. We only kicked two goals in the second half, so no one's quest serious questions being asked about our mm. four quarter performance. Um, but we're playing the Giants this week and this Friday night, which I'm excited about because I'm ready for... What's going on? It's Friday night. <laughs> I'm ready for the demise of the Giants. I'm ready yeah. for the demise of a lot of teams, but in particular the Giants because... They stole my premiership from me! <laughs> Have you seen the ad that for this for the Friday night game? That's like no, I haven't watched any telly. Oh, there's an ad for the Friday night game where it's like doom, 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 and like on every doom, there's like a slow mo change to like a scene of a Collingwood player looking crestfallen, and and then it's like doom, and then it changes to like a slow mo of a giant celebrating, and it's like doom. The last time they took everything. <laughs> <laughs> did though they're not wrong well yeah but anyway it was very big reveal i actually wrote that <laughs> it was very evocative marketing <laughs> i feel like what else happened this round the it was full of upsets i didn't watch yeah i didn't watch uh geelong carlton i'm excited that carlton got their first win good for them um, yeah that's a big scout for them to get i feel yeah and this is well soon will be the dog's first win as well so it's only the crows and frio that have lost all their games. I feel like if it's I was so early on, it's so hard to judge who's who. And also, it's like right. say like if you're in Essendon, it's like okay, well now like are we like like your momentum gets so thrown off, it's like gonna be so. Oh a man, fight. a big fight! Three quarter time fight! Whoa, they're all getting in on it. See these places that are just running over to get in on the fight, like they would have no idea what started their fight. They just see the fight and they're like, gotta be a part of it. I think he sure ran off ran off the bench. Oh my god, he's pulling a jumper over his head. <laughs> I love how much BG loves the flies. Oh my god, Lloyd is bleeding! I used to love, I don't know why, before I knew that like toxic masculinity was a bad thing when I was a kid, I used to be like, woo, they're all fighting! I love the fight because it changes the game because everyone like gets so much more competitive. Up, yeah. Attack! Oh, shit. Wow, that's like two god. Giants players on. He sure is such a fiend for this shit. Oh my god, he's got his jumper ripped! Oh my god, it's Alex the villain! Finlayson! Only real fans of the pod will get that reference. I think there's been a fight in every single game. <laughs> Aaron it's Norton. Like he's wearing like the, a low cut singlet. With Aaron Norton's hair like that, it looks like he should be wearing a, he's a like Guernsey on light flash hat. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what a way to end the third quarter. Going into the fourth with some momentum. I hate when, because obviously it doesn't apply in this scenario. When the jumpers get ripped and then they like run around out on the field with their ripped jumper for ages, it's like just go to the bench and get it changed. Do you remember when um Corey Enright's shorts got ripped off? Yeah. And he was I do like running that. to the bench to get new shorts and then um the someone like kicked it to him, so he had to like <laughs> mark it. I remember that. Um while we're in, while it's But there's been so many fights, I think because they're like trying to rile each other up without a crowd. Yeah, I guess. All these teams that like don't really care about each other are like well, these two care about each other. Yeah, but as in... Maybe they've all been cooped up inside too long. Yeah, I think that um, was it. Now, Rose, yeah. I feel like I'm a journalist in Spotlight and I'm bringing to light the allegations of child abuse in the Catholic Church. Um, oh, in that I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up to you, even though it's, you're not going to like it, once more the Heritia Lumumba saga. Yeah, I've been reading There's about There's been a new development today. Yeah, Buckley spoke out today. The 
all the heads of the club were like our integrity. Well, this for, is what uh, I see the integrity people. Mm. I don't remember what the C stands for. Um, are going to be looking up. Um, are going to be like reaching out to him and everyone else and we're like we're not talking about it until yeah. we we've like discussed with him what the experience was and stuff he's not interested in talking to the club barkley seems annoyed but also i was watching that you you okay i don't know how to pronounce it the, it's like oh, the, the new, yeah the new mangrove yeah yeah um and because that was like a little clip on the thing because um the the man who hosted it used played briefly at collingwood and they crossed paths and he was saying like it's not i feel like it's like barkley's just fucking panicking because he doesn't want but, like this black mark against his name but also yeah. it's like you're making it so much but at worse this point, by just yeah. being like I didn't realise I needed to do more no, at but, that point and now I see but, to, like, and it's like you're still in the wrong but it's very I know but now at this like, point no, it's like it never happened yeah at this point it's literally like fraud under the court like because two more so there was originally three players like Leon Davis Shay McNamara and I forget the other one that I've always supported his story and now two more players Chris Dorr and Brett McCaffrey. Brett McCaffrey, yeah. And they said that there was like an eight hour long meeting with Buckley and like the whole playing group, like a mediation to discuss it. Mm. And so it's literally like, oh, it's just making my blood boil so much. And like, totally fair enough, Heritage is like, I'm not going to talk to this club. This integrity in- um, inquiry is obviously bullshit because they're still just blatantly denying it. Like, publicly say that it happened and then I'll talk to you. Yeah. Which is like so fair enough. They're publicly like gaslighting. They're gaslighting the public and like just trying to discredit everything he says. I it's so it frustrating. They've acknowledged, they've said that it did happen, but it's Buckley. They're all saying himself. they're all saying what well, even it's in, in regards in to Buckley. They're saying it didn't, that that aspect didn't happen. Well, they've uh, up but until they said now they, the they've always said it didn't happen. The, the the meeting was to tell people to stop using the nickname. Mm. So it's like it, you obviously know that it was happening. So why have you not waited till now to say that you knew it was happening? You know. Yeah. Like in the past, they've always said, I never heard that nickname. Buckley, yeah. No, they, they've all said that, except for the like three that came out and supported him. No player ever spoke about it. And like Eddie, all the people, like all the management people said, I had no knowledge of it. And that's mm-hmm. why he's been like so outraged. But this is another thing that really like got me thinking in the last like 24 hours because, you know, like you see what an outcast Hirachi has become. And like, same with Adam Goods, how he's like, I don't want anything to do with the football anymore. And that's because they go about their calling out racism in a way that like people find confronting and as a result like turn away from it defensively. But then like did you see the Eddie Betts thing that happened last night? Yeah, I yeah, saw and people, you know, he's three sixty. You know, people love Eddie Betts and like they love the way he goes about things. So people are like, Wow, congrats, Eddie, for calling out racism. It's like, well, why are you turning away from Adam and Herichia when they're trying to do the same thing just in a means you don't like? The anyway. Adam Goods one is like like so embarrassing. Yeah. I know that the, the Mumble one is um obviously really embarrassing for Collingwood and really like sad that it happened um mm. and that it probably still does happen on levels at different mm. clubs and potentially Collingwood as well the Adam Goods one because it was so much more exposed it was like mm. the whole of the Australia whole of that AFL yeah in, in like a really damaging and scary way in that people yeah. have been like it's not racist and shit it was like well if he's saying but yeah yeah it's like what the fuck would you know you're not oh, indigenous it is, so. it is yeah it is so Ugh. Do you see there's that big new Adam Goods mural in Sydney? No. It's really cool. It's like in Surrey Hills. I don't know where that is, but it's like this big side of a building that looks like an old church and it's just like his face looking like this. <laughs> Blue steel vibes. Oh, my back hurts so much. Sorry to be like this. 
Anyway. Um, I'm sick of Finn Layson. Little yeah. gold snake shit. Pushing Brody grinding out the way in the gold square in the rock comp in the late in the third quarter. Getting a goal never should have been winning by less than a goal. All his fault. <laughs> I keep forgetting Sam Jacobs has moved to the Giants as well. Yeah. Random. I feel like they've been unable to hold down a Ruckman for so long. Poor Rory Lobb left because he was like, I'm not a Ruckman, I'm a forward. Stop playing me in the Ruck. Yeah. I'm tall. And then Frio were like, yeah, yeah, come here. We promise we won't play you in the Ruck. And now he's the pre-mantle uh, Ruckman. And it's like, my oh, favorite Rory. Ruckman, my favorite, like, I like Scott Lysette. Okay, I just feel like I don't know him on a personal level yet. Whereas, why is he pretending to be like the sheriff <laughs> of the wild west at the moment but um, he's got a big handlebar mustache for those and he was wearing familiar. very very high high shorts in that and photo. he's also he's got that but that cowboy vibe of like the brunette but ginger beard I don't yeah know why that makes... no it does it does but anyway i don't yeah he's he's i think i will like him once i get to know him but i miss <laughs> i miss matthew loby so much and also patty Ryder. we've had such good ruckman and we just like yeah patty gray what know. about um that other, that one from a while back. Matthew Lobey. He was number 20. No, Chad Wingard's been number 20. Yeah, oh, Dean Brogan. Yeah, I like Ooh, him. no. He's, we saw, me and Jaden saw him um, out the other day somewhere. Yeah, remember I accidentally yelled in his ear at like one of those little, what? Like, it was like a little bar on Lee Street and I was like trying to like get the bartender's attention. <laughs> I was like screaming in his ear. You know, when someone like looks at you like, yeah, you're being really obnoxious. Wait, was this recently? like six months ago. Wow, so we both had interactions with Dean Brogan in the last few months. It was part of our hot goss segment one time. Oh. It was hot goss, I annoyed Dean Brogan. Oh, I don't remember that, sorry. Roll Maybe. up, roll up, read all about <laughs> <laughs> We don't have any hot goss anymore. I know, we've everyone's lost our left. point of contact, yeah. Um, and we could just tell them hot goss from our personal lives. Um, again. <laughs> again, <laughs> not much hot goss. <laughs> Do I have, I feel like I do have hot goss. The last I had was that I saw Brody Smith go a little Kelby puppy, but that was before he left West Coast. I don't know who's looking after it. What else was there? I don't know. Um, Connor Rosie left his phone at my cafe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually watching the game for once in my goddamn L. Well, the Giants have made a bit of a pushback. Mm. Who's that? It's Caleb Daniel. The like short the, one? Yeah, the famous helmet wearer. He's shorter than me, do you know? Yes, because he's also shorter than me. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But I'm And short. a credit to his skill that mm. he, um, you know, is playing at AFL level despite mm. I was talking advantages. I was talking recently, actually, about when I played netball. Oh, this is so boring. I'm just going to cut this out because it's boring. But I was saying that um, I used to be a really good netballer, but then I stopped growing when I was 11. So then I was really short, but I'm also really slow. So it wasn't like short and snappy. I was just like short and slow. So they kicked me out. Yeah, but speed isn't everything. Yeah, but... As Patrick Cripps has taught us. Well, yeah, but he's got a lot to offer. I didn't really have that much else to offer. Did you know that Collingwood rejected him because he was too slow? Really? And then when they saw how good he was at Carlton, they were like, okay, speed isn't everything and drafted Brayden Maynard. <gasps> wow! My second favorite little magpie swooping on down the halfback flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tune. Did you just come up with that? I did. Oh, yeah. Erin, yeah. you're talking to the artist of Surf the Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Beveridge genuinely has one of the best coaching poker faces I've ever seen. Don't you think Luke Beveridge could be Marcus Bontempelli's illegitimate father? Or legitimate? Yeah. But it would be illegitimate because, um, oh, unless they were like modern and he had his mother's last name. Or his other father's last name. 
or his actual father's <laughs> last name. <laughs> um, yeah, they do look similar. Mm. I know what you mean. And like their hair, they're looking more and more like each other. It's like when you spend lots of time with someone and then you start to become. <laughs> but who's becoming who? Wow. I know who's. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I know who's becoming who with me and you. It's I'm becoming you. That's why Jaden keeps getting mad at me for doing voices. Well, um, okay, he's gonna be annoyed. <laughs> he's gonna be annoyed that I've said that. He's not getting mad at me. He just like hates my characters that I do. So does that mean Jaden doesn't like my voices? He just like if he gets annoyed with you. Do he's it. not annoyed. He's just like, why are you putting on so many voices? And then he said, when we all started living together, I started doing voices more and more often, and now my characters are indistinguishable from the real me. <laughs> but who we are, any of us, anyway, aren't we all but characters to the external world? Don't we all but have a facade? Uh, probably. It's like you know how it's like, <laughs> you know when you like are talking to someone and then you talk to someone else and you're like, wow, I talk to that person differently than I would talk to that person. It's like, that doesn't mean you're being fake. It just means like you're getting on that other person's level and making them comfortable. Someone told me that you absorb the personalities of the five people you spend the most time with. But wouldn't that Which change I over think time? Which makes, well, yeah. But I think that makes a lot of sense. I think it does make sense, but like I would argue I that you've like you've got like a core self. Yeah, I feel like there are some fixed points in your personality which definitely can be shaped by others, but um, then like as those people change, old, like not always your personality changes with it. Well, then you well then it's like if they're changing in a way that doesn't isn't compatible with you, then you probably spend less time with them, and then you in turn might change because someone else gets bumped up the list. Yeah, that's it's true. It's like MySpace top friends, but metaphysical. <laughs> But see, I don't know about that because I would argue that we both, like, we are quite similar. Maybe we, because we were, like, obviously friends when we were younger. So, like, maybe we, like, shaped each other's other's sense of humour. But then, like, then you, like, go away for a little while and then you come back and then you still, like, you know? Like, you haven't always been in, like, the main five people that I hang out with. But then, like, now that you are again, it's like, we're still the same. Yeah. So it's like, did we change and then change back or did we just stay the same? I don't think it's, like... If you started, if I started hanging out with like Toby Green, <laughs> I wouldn't come and gouge your eyes in your sleep tomorrow night. But I might. Um, but you might consider it as an option, whereas before you wouldn't. Have. No, it's <laughs> not asking. Well, look, if they showed, I might be more interested in. Oh, I don't know. I don't I know, know what, what you Toby mean. Green's well, like. Well, I guess it's, maybe it's not so much a personality, but just like your day-to-day activities. Well, also it's just like if people tell jokes that you find funny, then you kind of like yeah. do more of that shit. Like I don't know. I don't know. Or you learn about their interests and then they might be interesting to you. And yeah. yeah. I don't think I have any interests. I mean, I don't, this isn't my my personal um, <laughs> <laughs> hypothesis. This is just something I was told and did no further research to do. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Who's that? That's Tom Libertore. Oh my god, I ask that every time I see him. I quite like him. To be fair, he changed his appearance yeah. relatively dramatically. Um... I feel like he didn't always have a moustache. But I like his face, and when I see his face, I'm like, oh, I like that face. And uh, then I'm like, who is he, that? You may like him less. Um, oh, no. His Bart Simpson tattoo. Oh, like, what kind? What does it say on it? I think it's just... I don't know. I guess maybe without the same... Who's that? Level, Who's that? That's Harry Hilberg. I really... He, he's, he's, he's prototype giants. Prototype he's giants. like... Full blonde. really gives me a bad energy. I think I can only assume he's a terrible person. That's fair. Also, I don't, I don't trust because someone... Because of the vibes I pick up through the television <laughs> with the exception of steel side bottom i don't trust someone who has like a alliteration for their name why i don't know because they sound like a character villain what about um what about let me think of one you're gonna have to make some conversation while i think of um well i'm watching the football and this this i think that's been clear for some time <laughs> 
And Zach Landon is lining up for goal and he's going and he's stepping and he's stepping and he's picking up the pace and he's picking it up and he's going to kick it, he's kicking. And it's veering off to the right. Oh, he looked quite sad. That's okay. He, it's all right. We all lose sometimes. Zach. Uh, and now they're showing the cardboard cutouts in the crowd. <gasps> Mitch McGovern. Mitch McGovern. <laughs> See? Yeah. Mitch but McGovern. I feel like there'd be a lot that are fine. Montgomery you know? Montgomery from um, a series of unfortunate events. I do recall him, but he was a good guy. He was a good guy, but... Again, a fictional character, alluding to my point. Um, what do you think of Tim English? Who's that? He's the Western Bulldogs Ruckman, number 44. And he looks like he's like fresh off the set of a Jane Austen novel. But not in a hot way, just in that he's really pale and blonde way. Um, like he's like what everyone would describe. Like as he's going like, to die of consumption or something. Yeah, it's like what, how everyone would describe like a... a supposedly attractive man in a Victorian novel but then it's like the physical manifestation of that is like you look like you need to be in the shade also the reason I brought him up is because he's one of those people that I can't like decide my thoughts on him as a person without hearing him speak and I would I believe, know what you mean yeah. and I would believe you know it's like some people you're, it's gonna you change think they're everything. gonna have like a dark a, a dark voice a deep voice or something his I would believe if it were like really high if it hadn't broken yet I would believe that and if it was like the voice of Leonard Cohen on his deathbed, I would also believe that. And I need to hear his voice. Why don't you Google, why don't you YouTube an interview? Okay. Also, do you think it's crazy we can't think of anyone else with double initial name? Surely there's a lot. I think there would be a lot. I've been trying to think this whole time. Jeremy Cameron is not somebody that should have a moustache. He looks like a um, French Not soldier. Hitler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not Hitler, but definitely Goebbels. You know, like, a, like Hitler's henchman. Yeah. Would you say Goebbels or Gobbles? Goebbels. <laughs> Am I wrong? It can't yeah, be Gobbles. Gobbles. It can't be Gobbles. It's Gobbles. It definitely cannot be Gobbles. <laughs> it's not Gobbles. I just wanted you to Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> One minute, 47 to There go. has to be more alliteration in the AFL. Oh, in the AFL. I was just trying to think of, like in the world and I couldn't even think of any. I guess it's not that common. I guess people just don't really do it. Because they know that they know that they'll be untrustworthy children by nature. Yeah, there are a lot of close calls. Rory Sloan, for example. How is that a close call? Because they're next to each other now. Yeah, but they're not phonetically the same, so it has not the same effect at all. Ben Brown. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Sorry for hitting you. I just got excited. (laughs) I thought of one. Um, That is a good one. Who isn't a villain either? He's not a villain. You're right. No. Um, Okay. Charlie Kerno. Charlie Cameron. Alright, well the game's over. I'm glad the Bulldogs won. So am I. Oh, I see I the Simpsons tattoo. Who's got another Simpsons tattoo. It didn't since actually then. look. Oh, oh god. Two, one Simpsons tattoo, maybe I can make an exception. Two Simpsons tattoos. I'm going to have to rule you, you out. Pushing it. Good. Yeah. Scott Selwood. It's crazy when I see Caleb Daniels standing next to Tim English, knowing that's how I would look standing next to Tim English. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how Josh Bruce used to have a man bun? Sure. And I was like, oh, another man bun. Sure. Like, is that really necessary? And then his hair was like down to his butt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Joe used to have like long hair down to his butt and then also long beard like Jack Sparrow style. And then he like fully shaved his head and it was like, who's this man? Is his name Tom? No, his name's Joe. What? 
Did you think he was going to tell me Pokemon? The one that dates from Iran? Yeah. No, he said he was going to tell me oh. Pokemon. Anyway, well, <laughs> look, the footy world is in... <laughs> just completely cut me off. <laughs> Sorry, what? What were you going to say? Nothing important. <laughs> I was just, just going to reflect. The he wasn't there. Sorry. I was just going to reflect on the fact that the footy world is in flux right now, people, so... What game are you most looking forward to this week? Read them out to me. Please. Use your sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Not your Batman voice, your sexy voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Change it, do normal voice. Because my true self is my most sexy self. <laughs> um, Sydney Doggies. Yeah, should be right. Giants, Collingwood. Mm, you're going to be a nightmare. <laughs> I'm not going to be here, so oh, you okay. don't have to worry. I'm going to the pub. Oh, what um, pub? Well, wouldn't you like to? Yeah, I would. Yeah. How come you never invite me to the pub? Would you like to come to the pub with me on Friday to watch the football game that you don't want to watch with Who me? Who are you going with? <laughs> I'm going with Lee for the, for the West Oak. Oh, God, I don't want to go to the West Oak. No, thanks. Okay. But thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Port Eagles. Woo! Can't wait. Good port. Do you think it's going to be a good game though? Or do you think it's just going to be a blowout? Oh, it'll be a blowout, but I can't wait to see my boys kick, punch, handball, thrive, absolutely blast their way to the top. Mm, I think you'll be working. What do you mean? On Saturday. What time? Lunchtime. Oh, fuck off. So you will not be doing any of those things? <laughs> well, they'll be spiritually doing it. I'll be, I'll be working away, and while I'm scrubbing those toilets, I'll be thinking, I know the boys are flying right now, and that will get me through. Um, St. Kilda, Richmond. That could I'm excited about that. Yeah, that could shave yeah. well. I think I want. I think if St Kilda play well, that would be a good one. Something there. Uh, Essendon Carlton. Boo. Wait, wait. Essendon still have to play Melbourne. Yeah, but that's being scheduled later on. Oh, that's so fucking annoying. So they're going to be a game behind for like the foreseeable future. Yeah, but that's why they've got the the seventeen round to oh. like allow for right. delays. Spillage. Or if they need to speed and fit more than one round into a week mm. at the end half of the season. That's why the quarters are shorter. Yeah, right. Suns Frio. Boo. Boo. If Suns win again this week, then maybe I'll start pretending to care about them. But again, it's like... Beating Frio? Like, Frio really? Frio yeah. game. We don't really know fully how bad they are. Yeah. Lions, Crows. Lions. I can't wait to see Lions beat Crows. No offence, Crows fans. Melbourne Cats. Don't care. Yeah. I thought you really cared about Melbourne. Yeah, I once you know what happened was is I thought I cared about Melbourne and then you said, Why do you care about Melbourne? And then I realised actually I don't care about Melbourne. Was it like a certain playing group that Yeah, it was like when I was younger I was like, I quite was like it Melbourne. Jack Watts. No, it was before that even. <laughs> so I love Jack Watts too. In that way. I love Jack Watts, but no, I just As realized, soon as Jack Watts left Melbourne, I was like, I yeah, I just I just in hell I don't I know. I just like I just assumed that I still cared about them and when I interrogated it I didn't. And Hawthorne North. Okay, so Sunday's an absolute flop. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up, people. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening and shit. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye.